This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Here we are again online with our team of young reporters on Reporters Without Orders. On the panel today, we have Shahla. Hi, Shahla. Hi. How was your holiday? Vacation. Nice. Where did you go? Uh, nowhere. My relatives' houses, basically. Which is where? Which is in Kerala, uh, in Malapuram district. So, Kerala is nowhere. <laughs> you're saying that sitting here in miserably cold and wet and rainy Delhi, you are so ungrateful, dear <laughs> God. Hi, Amit. You were away reporting in Jind. Yeah, Kurukshetra. Okay. Um, but what is Jind? Jind is the place where uh, the girl's body was found. Hence, it is being reported as Jind rape case. I see. Okay. So, you were there for how long? Two days. So, you'll tell us about that ground report, which many of you may have already read. We have Rohin. Hi, Rohin. Hello. You've been here. Yeah. <laughs> suffering the miserable Delhi cold. <laughs> as have you, Cherry. I don't think I was miserable. Okay. Fine. Shalo. Someone is more grateful than me. <laughs> so, um, Reporters Our Orders is our podcast with a young team of journalists who give us their view of certain stories that should have been done and certain that got more time than they deserved. So, let's start with you, Cherry. What do you have for me this week? So this week I want to talk about orange passports. So uh, on Jan 12th, so this is a story that didn't get played out and I was really surprised. So on Jan 12th, India's foreign ministry issued new rules saying that uh, citizens requiring immigration checks would be issued passports that have an orange jacket. Right. So... And which citizens required immigration checks? They, the bulk of them form... Uh, unskilled laborers or la- uh, laborers who are who are non-metriculate right so, so if you haven't done your metriculate you need ECNR immigration yes. check not so required. Uh, I was really surprised because I didn't get to hear about this from our leading English dailies and I got to read it on Washington Post hmm. so I went back I searched I did a Google search to find out if I had missed the report or hmm. did the papers really cover it. So after customizing my Google search to India, uh, I found that the story could only be found on the Hindu and the Indian Express. And none of the other dailies had covered it. And hmm. I was really surprised. So looking for the coverage, I also found two edits. Uh, and all of them have basically criticized the government for doing this. Uh, the Indian Express in one of the edits has called it the color of inequity. Right. So it's like, why are you making visual markers to sort of distinguish between people? Yes. Already these people who are unskilled laborers, when they go out, they are suffering. They're going out for work and they're already... they're in any case self-conscious about, yeah, yeah. Especially when you see groups of them, if you're on a flight, you know, going via Dubai, you see them all wearing the same t-shirt, they're herded like cattle. And, and then they all now they'll be presenting an orange color passport, which will just make them stand out. That didn't so, make it to any primetime debates n- either. Not really. I haven't seen it. So I see. Okay. That was one thing. And Rohin, can you uh, tell me what you have for us? A big news, but the reporting was not done. And it was just the reporting of the crime scene. A class 1 student who stabbed a class 6 girl in Lucknow. And this is a case Rayan International. और इस चीज को इस तरीके से देखने की जरूरत है कि अभी दिल्ली सरकार स्कूल्स में सीसीटीवी कैमरे लगाने जा रही है और उनका कहना है कि रियल टाइम में पेरेंट्स अपने बच्चों को देख सकेंगे तो इसमें दोनों डिबेट है कि अगर सिक्योरिटी की बात होगी तो बच्चों के साइकी पे सर्विलांस का भी असर होगा तो इन दोनों चीजों को देखते हुए कुछ 
होना चाहिए था लेकिन वो दिखा नहीं टीवी चैनल्स पे भी अखबारों में भी लेकिन इसको क्राइम की तरीके से रिपोर्ट किया गया सिर्फ सोशियोलॉजिकल प्रॉब्लम है पेरेंटिंग को लेके क्वेश्चन है स्कूलिंग को लेके क्वेश्चन है क्योंकि जिस बच्चे जिस क्लासिक्स की लड़की ने स्टैप किया उसने बोला कि अगर स्टैप कर नहीं करते तो स्कूल छुट्टी नहीं देता ऐसे ही वो रैन इंटरनेशनल में भी जो 16 साल का लड़का पकड़ा गया उसने ही बोला कि एग्ज़ाम अवॉइड करने के लिए और पेरेंट्स टीचर्स मीट अवॉइड करने के लिए उसने ऐसे किया था तो ये पेरेंटिंग को लेके और स्कूलिंग को लेके क्वेश्चन है आई सी अमित सो देर वॉज अनादर मॉब लिंचिंग केस इन झारखंड विच हैपन ऑन सैटरडे सो अ ग्रुप ऑफ रॉबर्स हैड एंटर्ड विलेज इन झारखंड एंड वन ऑफ देम समहा वॉज कॉट बाई दिलेजर्स दिलेजर्स बीट हिम अप and uh, the report says it was reported in a local daily there prabhat khabar that uh, his hands and legs were cut and uh, eventually he succumbed to the injuries mm-hmm. and uh, i mean it's again uh, in continuation to the kind of incidents which are happening in jharkhand and other parts of the country like the mob taking justice in their hand and sure. always happening in three states gujarat haryana yeah. and madhya pradesh regarding padmavat right. the supreme court has to is stepping in and saying you will make it release i see so that was not big news no not at all i see and shahla what do you say uh yeah so i want to talk about something that happened in kerala on sunday mm. uh, which was even neglected by the local media the regional media basically so two journalists were picked up uh, uh, while covering the covering a protest which right. was de- uh, led by dalits right uh, in ernakulam district so uh, apparently one of them was doing a facebook live which is their own record like a police guy is co- a man is coming and he is asking who are you then he saying journalist and then he's asking for the id then the video get over and so and the other one is working with a news portal so they are yet to get bail and um, the like i think uh, this is important on two grounds as a journalist the when we look at the charges that was slapped upon this journalist interrupting police on duty first thing mm. so is covering his story interrupting police duty and the second thing uh, uh, the second thing is uh, uh, the official police statement which says that we didn't uh, are as journalists but we uh, these people had maoist connections i see so yeah I so there was not there was no outrage at the press club uh, regarding uh, this no there is severe backlash on social media but nothing on journalists haven't been yeah, mainstream okay also our other young journalist nidhi isn't here she is off to cover a story in bengal but she has sent this mail before going and i will quote her mail verbatim quote i don't have a report for what should have made news news that should have made it big on 16 january a 7 year old girl's body was found in a village called kathua in jammu she is a girl from a tribal community she is a girl from a tribal community gujjars i believe when she was found her body had burn marks human bite marks her legs were broken and some reports even say that she was electrocuted the girl was abducted when she took livestock for grazing in the forest and she was abducted and held captive in a cow shed in the nearby village for a week clearly the police were doing a pretty shoddy job When the family were going to bury the child in a family owned graveyard one of the family members threatened to beat them up so they had to bury the girl at another relative's graveyard on 17th of January locals had blocked the Jammu Pathan Kot highway demanding justice for the child on the 18th the opposition national conference and congress walked out of the Jammu and Kashmir assembly in protest against the incident on the 19th of January protests were held in several places across Jammu region accompanied by warnings of an agitation if the government did not arrest the culprit soon In Jammu city students group from across communities 
have held multiple candlelight vigils and protests. Finally, police have arrested another minor 15-year-old boy for the case and police are still trying to establish motive behind the murder. They said the boy tried to rape her. When she resisted, he killed her and stoned her face so no one would recognize her. Why is this not prime time? Why isn't anyone Jantar Mantar for this? I mean, what if the rape had taken place in Delhi or Haryana or UP? Why are we not taking something so serious that has happened in what we like to call an integral part of India? So that is what Nidhi has said. Um, the name of the girl Nidhi has said is Asifa Bano, abducted on the 10th of January, found after a week. And the government today announced that the case has been handed to the CBI. So yes, those are the rather macabre reports that should have found more space than they did, according to Nidhi. You were saying? There's, there's actually another piece that I wanted to talk about that didn't make news. There was a report in Al Jazeera by a reporter uh, by the name of Vijay Prashad. So the piece was titled uh, Netanyahu in India and what was swept under the carpet. So there were a lot of news coverage. There were about photo ops that Modi and Netanyahu did, including them flying kites together. But the purpose of Netanyahu's visit was more so the $500 million deal, about the defense deal that they had struck. Hmm. But uh, newspapers didn't cover it. And also, there were two protests against Netanyahu's visit. One was in Lodi Garden. One was... Uh, outside Union Public Service Commission. And apart from the Telegraph, I didn't find it anywhere. So that was really surprising. I just want to come to what Rohin spoke about, the girl who stabbed a class one boy to get a holiday. Um, I, I'm not sure it's just a question of parenting and schools and the education system as much as a reflection of society as a whole. Because when uh, the police refuses to put someone who's dying into their car because the blood would soil the seats uh, and a vehicle that is there for the service of the citizen, mm -hmm. uh, I think the value of life is very cheap in India. Uh, and that is... And, and children ape what they see. And in this case, there are many things that have happened. There is a lot of songs. And what are the children's... किस उम्र पे नहीं दिखवाना चाहिए इस तरह की जो वायलेंस है फिल्मों में और जो एक्ट करते हैं उसमें अगर आप एक लाइन ये भी बोल देते डोंट ट्राई दिस एट होम लेकिन डेट मींस कि अगर किसी को बोल देंगे कि चीनी मत यूज़ करो तो बच्चा कि किचन में जाके चीनी यूज़ करेगा ही करेगा ऑल्डो आई एम नॉट श्योर इट्स ट्रू विद मूवीज एंड सीरियस फॉर एग्जांपल आई डोंट माइंड माय नीस एंड नेफ्यू इफ आई एम दे वाचिंग एन एवेंजर्स फिल्म में पीपल आर किलिंग ईच अदर बट द मोमेंट देयर इज अ डिबेट ऑन टाइम्स नाउ और रिपब्लिक आई स्विच द चैनल बिकॉज़ आई डोंट वांट देम टू हियर समबिट पात्रा सेइंग एक कटमुल लोग से हम राम मंदिर बनवाएंगे सो आई थिंक आई वुड रादर हैव देम वॉच द वायलेंस इन सिनेमाज I grew up watching very violent film. Mm -hmm. I didn't kill anyone. Uh, I think it is the real life violence that actually impacts you rather than cinema. ये हो सकता है, बिल्कुल हो सकता है और मतलब इसमें तो सबसे बड़ा फिर भी role parents का होगा कि वो किस तरीके से अपने बच्चों को upbringing दे रहे हैं और दूसरा कि लेकिन इसमें यह भी है कि स्कूल्स में अगर बच्चों को भेज रहे हैं तो सिक्योरिटी के पर्पज़ से सीसीटीवी कैमरा इंस्टॉल करना लगेगा कि सिक्योरिटी होगा लेकिन जो क्लास में लोग फ़न करते हैं बच्चे फ़न करते हैं या बात करते हैं अगर उनको उस उम्र से ही सर्विलांस में डाला जाएगा तो इसका भी एक उनके दिमाग पर एक असर पड़ेगा ओके यू नो आई वुड लाइक टू कम टू अमित रिगार्डिंग योर स्टोरी इन कुरुक्षेत्र यू कुड जस्ट ले द कॉन्टेक्स फॉर द स्टोरी एंड your experiences of reporting on ground there which didn't find their way in the story you can read amit's story on the link below but just think about that before you come to that i want to ask shahila cuz she was in uh, kerala 
and I saw a report of um, I, I just want to see how the local media covered it because you are from there there was you know the, you see accusations of course you don't always take accusations not always you never take accusations on social media seriously because social media is loony central however it is a good kind of um, you know weathercock to see which way a certain narrative is going so there seems to be one disgruntled group and I don't know whether it's justified or not that Kerala is the hub of you know RSS versus the left violence someone mm. kills one then someone kills the other and recently another RSS activist was killed the news minute reported it but there was it's a constant violent. thing that it wasn't reported although I did see it in the news minute and another uh, news portal I don't quite remember which in the local media you know as as fairly as you can see is there a bias in how it's covered that if a, if a communist is killed, it is given more uh, airtime or print space than if an RSS worker is killed? Uh, I think so. Uh, Do you read Malayalam, by the yeah, way? Yeah, I read Malayalam. But when we talk about this RSS uh, communist uh, political killings that happens, hmm. it happens majorly in one district okay. of Kerala, hmm. which is called Kannur. Like Amit has done a detailed story on that. Right. So, but... Yeah, I can say that it is there because communism has been glorified and uh, there is a public conscience in Kerala which is leaned towards communism. It is there for everyone. And of course, it will reflect in mainstream media. And um, uh, but I also want to talk about a movie which was released released very recently, uh, which is called Ida, which shows the life of uh, these party workers in RSS also. So Hmm. basically, whenever there is a movie on these political killings, it always glorifies the communist murderers and the suffering of their families. But uh, nobody look looks at the RSS part of like what happens with their families. Their uh, in-laws. So this movie clearly deals with that also. Okay. So this is a new thing, I guess. Yeah. So um, tell me about your report on the ground. Some experiences that our listeners can can kind of identify with what it's like covering a story when you go, and what could not find your way in the report that you filed. So bas- uh, basically, on thirteenth of uh, sorry, on 9th uh, Jan, this fifteen-year-old girl uh, went missing in uh, Kurukshetra. Jhansa village so this is 25 kilometers from the district headquarters and uh, the last she was last spotted uh, with a a 19 year boy from her own school and uh, after that this boy was also missing so initially the police investigation was focused on the family and friends of Gulshan who was the boy 19 year boy and then the uh, theories were probably planted by the police in the media that these two were uh, in a relationship they had an affair however i don't understand what difference it would make if a girl is missing or uh, uh, you know there th- there are crimes perpetrated against any girl or boy i mean having an affair or not having an affair but then on 12th of jan her mutilated body was found somewhat 110 kilometers away from kurukshetra and the facts of the postmortem report are quite disturbing uh, her uh, uh, something was uh, inserted in her private parts her uh, liver was ruptured ovary was displaced and there was 19 injuries serious injuries on her body but the postmortem report does not uh, 
says that uh, there was a sexual assertions that there was sexual assault it is yet to be ascertained and the fsl report will uh, make it clear whether there was rape gang rape or whatever happened fsl being uh, forensic uh, sciences laboratory report right Uh, so this is the thing on and, and interestingly on 16th uh, the decomposed body of gulshan the boy with whom she was spotted and who was the prime suspect in the case his body was uh, found from the canal bhakra canal tw- somewhat 25 kilometers away from the village downstream so i mean one can like assume judging by past trends and the reputation haryana has with good reason that this is an honor killing uh, there are multiple theories so the theory of honor killing uh, killing came in light i think it was only because of the police because the police wanted n- new angles or new theories to be uh, reported in the media so that the pressure you know kind of reduces so what happens if there's a if it is a case of honor killing you will not go out and out and uh slam the uh police district administration or the right. state and administration the, the, the state okay sorry i have a question for you um i i mean i don't mind it is an insensitive but i'm saying this purely as a news professional the mm-hmm. functionality of a news professional why was this a story big enough for you to go to kurukshetra for two days you know considering we have a small team it would be i think interesting for the audience to hear that i know that haryana has seen a spate of rapes in the last two three weeks i don't know whether that has been a spate of rapes so suddenly they've got reported a lot more but it almost seems like haryana is a free for all including a 22 year old who's dragged out of a car and raped in front of her husband just a couple of days ago it's in today's paper so why was this a big big enough story for you to actually go for two days and cover it from on the ground see a uh, one thing uh, that i think i mean uh, although we 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 believe that there's no rape which is uh, more horrific or less horrific every rape is equally horrific and every crime should be seen in similar i mean it should be reported or should be given equal importance but this was a rape which which uh, or this was reportedly a rape uh, which is similar to what happened in delhi in 2012 right the nirbhaya uh, gang rape incident and the police's uh, inaction or failure to you know find out what what is the motive of the crime or when was she killed all these details were missing so for personally for me i think that was the more important reason to go on ground and report and after that similar kind of instances started I mean, ANI started reporting similar instances happening in the state in different districts. So that's how the clamor for cutters yeah. to to you know many are saying resign and stuff. But is there that serious an issue of law and order in Haryana from your on ground experience? I mean, we we cannot claim that the law and order situation in Haryana is in shambles or it was uh, amazing when the Congress it was Congress ruled mm. state. But one thing is uh, pretty sure that this government, the BJP led government in Haryana, has failed to address issues when it happens. You know, like we we saw what happened during the Jat agitation. Uh, right. uh movement i was reporting i have reported on that as well so i've seen uh, the, the police did not act or the government did not let the police to act on time similarly when uh, the armed uh, the the armed forces i think or yeah. the dera sacha sada case also yeah. that they let him so every run. time there's a big uh, issue like this the police fails to perform its duty i see the second uh, report that i filed from haryana so it uh, it's part of the uh, so i had on, honestly uh, i had already filed the entire story mm-hmm. and i was just going through the postmortem report that was with me and 
suddenly I, I saw that very small detail in the postmortem report which said that probable time between the death and uh, postmortem examination hmm. 36 hours so the uh, examination was done on 13th of january the girl went missing on 9th which means for at least at least until 11th she was alive at least as per the postmortem report right no other news organization report it or i was surprised when i i mean i i found out this this was the case why the police was not ready to go on record to say that yes this happened and we failed to find where the girl was or we did not even try to launch there was a chance you could have found her right. life that acknowledgement wasn't even there right oh, very tragic i don't really have much to add to that but uh, when i was looking at amit's copy i was looking for other stories which had the information that amit had filed and as amit mentioned it was really surprising that no one else had this detail about the post um, details from the postmortem report and also the food bit i mean do you want to the food bit as in uh, there is this mention uh, so in the postmortem report they also report what was found in her body uh, the state of different parts right. the, when she ate last what yeah. was in her stomach right so uh, the report mentioned that uh, semi digested food uh, rice dal and uh, tomato was found in her stomach this was a very general detail which was right there in the postmortem report and i some i mean it was incidentally or coincidentally i asked the parents that what did she eat when she left the house and when what i mean uh, when missing. did ha mm-hmm. so they told me that namkeen chawal that this was the answer on day 1 and then i was like how is this even possible because the report says something else so i asked the mother i asked the exact ingredient she which was used in the mm. dish she repeated it five times i know this was very insensitive on my part i kept on asking the same question and again again and she shouted at me toward at the end of the mm. conversation that i know because i had cooked it maine hi banaya tha mujhe pata hai na kya dala tha so mm. this just goes on to corroborate that the girl had the time to have another meal another meal that when she did so after that what was, was the police doing is my surprise like right. if a reporter can find that out that should have been the police's prerogative which was not in other media reports right thanks um that was very very useful uh, good job um hope you guys step out next week and let's everyone go out and do a story and share your experiences now i'd like to start with you uh, to tell me what recommendation you have for our listeners something that they should read something that you may have liked very much or not liked at all Okay and the recommendation i have is an interview with the dalit um, writer bama uh, basically she is talking about um, english uh, publication is this yeah this is an interview which appeared in indian express okay and uh, which basically talks about so in tamil you have this dialect which is different from the literary tamil and mm-hmm. it's it's a nice reading okay so i have uh, this is a piece written opinion piece by shekhar gupta hmm Uh, even in an empty Delhi metro coach, middle-class Indians make their mates sit on the floor. Yeah. This is a picture clicked by one of the reporters of the print. Right. And uh, so this basically speaks about or talks about how we treat our mates, especially the middle class, in a house, in the restaurants, and uh, I mean, citing inst- instances. So I found it quite interesting. 
इंडियन एक्सप्रेस में निसीम मनथुकरण ने एक आर्टिकल लिखा है द फास्ट डिसपेयरिंग मुस्लिम इन द इंडियन रिपब्लिक इसमें बहुत सिस्टमेटिकली बताया है कि अभी तक उन उन्नीस के बाद से रिप्रेजेंटेशन क्या रहा है जब से कॉन्स्टिट्यूंट पार्लियामेंट बनी है तब से कितना वो रहा है मुस्लिम का रिप्रेजेंटेशन और इस वक्त सबसे ज़्यादा ट्रैजिक सिचुएशन है कि वन थर्टीन हंड्रेड एटी सिक्स बी जी में सिर्फ चार मुस्लिम एम हैं भाजपा के पास और कांग्रेस गवर्नमेंट्स का भी उन्होंने एनालाइज किया है और वहाँ भी कोई स्थिति बहुत बढ़िया नहीं है और इसमें मेन फोकस उनका नरेंद्र मोदी और 2002 के राइज के बाद है कि नरेंद्र मोदी के आने के बाद न गुजरात में भाजपा ने कहीं भी मुस्लिम कैंडिडेट फील्ड भी नहीं किया है last during our last podcast we were talking i was talking about agricultural distress and how it has gotten little coverage so i was looking out for editorials where newspapers are taking a stand or what they have to say so in today's indian express they have a very nice editorial the headline is potato potents written by ajay veer jhakar he himself is a potato farmer where he clearly outlines like from 2014 the arbitrary how the arbitrary policies surrounding agriculture or the potato prices have led to where the farmers are or have led to the agricultural distress to the farmers I are if i'm not wrong he's also balram jakhar's son or grandson i think and uh, what nidhi has left to be read out article she liked she says it's an article by peter salisbury on this website called muftah he talks about the unfortunate value media organizations place on the quote view from nowhere unquote also known as objectivity he believes that this view from nowhere is better read as politically inoffensive reporting which maintains status quo and disturbs no one in fact he says that this is anything but objective because in this demand to produce a balanced debate journalists often tend to weaken positions that might be true and in turn strengthen arguments that might be weak or problematic he appeals to media organizations to urge reporters to also include complexities faced during reporting confusion and nuance to achieve a better balance well i hope that's what we do through this conversation for our listeners and article she didn't like is an indian express on the 22nd of jan not so woke after all by kuria koze saju and it's about the aziz ansari case and um, uh, nidhi has gone on to trash the article for its not understanding consent and being too kind to aziz ansari and she also recommends a book called project of a history of human feelings no sorry she also recommends a book by sveltana alexevich who describes her own book as a project of human feelings it was published in 1985 and um, in 2015 she won the nobel prize in literature so that's what we have for you today in reporters or orders thank you all so much for joining thank us thank you thank you for your reports uh, amit hopefully you will subscribe so our young reporters can go out and spend as much time out on the field reporting rather than sitting here and writing opinion pieces we think the public will be better served by on ground reports of a team as wonderful as this do consider subscribing write to us at contact@newslaundry.com spread the word support us thank you for joining us all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.